So today, I'm going in, I'm going solo, everybody here on the LimboCast podcast. I'm very blessed, I'm very honored. I have the one, the only, the juicy one, Juventud Guerrera. How are you, man? I'm very good, my friend. Even even with with this pandemic, I'm, I'm going through and I'm just uh, doing some editing, some video editing right now. And uh, yeah, my friend, that's about it for now. Well, that sounds about right. You're just staying busy, staying busy, man. That's that's what you do. Like you're you're a promoter, a DJ. Now add podcaster with the launch of the Juicy Podcast. Like like you don't stop. Do you like to stay busy, man? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. I have to be right. Because yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like uh, that 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 of positive that uh that. Yeah. yeah, very yeah, hands-on. Like, do you have a bunch of people that work with you, or do you like to sit there, edit the videos, do stuff yourself, or how does that work? Uh, all depends, you know. If I like, I have time right now, and I and I and uh, and I'm not that busy, so I can do it. And and, and pretty much like eighty percent of my of my work, uh, I try to do it myself when it's important. You know what I mean? Because I want to do it the, the way that I want to, and. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I kind of like it, but it's just, it, it takes me a long time, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm very, I try to be, I'm very picky. For sure. Well, you seem like a guy who wants to be hands-on, who wants to make it your way, and just, you know, you have different standards that you're up to. And everybody, we're here just with Juventud Guerrera. Uh, I don't know where to start with. Like, we got a man who has nearly 30 years pro wrestling experience with AAA, ECW, WCW, WWE, and continuing to stay active in Mexico and all across the world. Man, your resume, huge. You've done it all, brother. Thank you, my friend. Um, to be honest, it's, 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 a, it's been an amazing ride. And I'm very blessed to be still able to do it, you know, because it, it, it kind of seems easy, but it, it's, it's, it's not, you know. So so I think uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And uh, just, I still want to share a good vibe, you know. That's all. That's what, that's what, for me, that's all that matters. For sure. Just sharing those good vibes, getting people out there. And you're staying busy, staying active, going all across the world is what, what I really love to see. And um, I think a lot of people are excited about the juicy podcast that you've come out with. That's what I really want to start off with talking about and understand. And why did you decide to do that? What kind of stories are you going to be sharing? Yes, uh, like like you know, I was doing the, a little bit of with Conan and uh, and uh, and I, I I was I was in, in the mood to do it, but you know, because I was just doing like I was just recording, and I was doing uh, like other things on the on the side. But right now, um, I, I I don't know. I think I want to talk sometimes like the 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 this first two like uh, episodes. I've been talking about resting, but I've been like talking a little bit more about like. You know what's happening. You know what what what's really going on. And uh, you know, I think uh, for every one of us, we need to always find the truth, right? Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited that you 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 know branch out and not just talking about wrestling, but we get a little bit of insight into what's going on with you, what makes you you. And I really liked that first episode that I got to see with with Jimmy Jacobs and Danny Doug, and they're always good talkers. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Actually, yeah, they they are. So it was really, really interesting. So just, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send you the link so you could put it, look it on your on your social media, and so the people can can listen to. <coughs> Sorry. No worries. Yeah, that'd be great, man. I got the chance to see it. I know Danny through doing some promotions with him up here. And Jimmy, just, you know, the the well-rounded individual, the long-storied career he's had. Really cool to have those guys. And I know when you were talking to them, you guys did initially touch on what's going on in the world right now. Like, um, the numbers seem to be increasing up there with coronavirus. And you didn't expect things for to be going on that long. How are you kind of managing as it keeps getting extended? Oh man, I don't know. I'm trying. That's why I'm. I'm trying to do this video. I wanted to make it viral, even it's in Spanish. 
for me, it's a little bit more even com more complicated because I have to do like for some kind of audience in, in English and some other kind of audience in Spanish. So I gotta, I have my, oh, sometimes it's it's more difficult, you know, for like for like another guy like just that I have just one language. But for me, I gotta I gotta do a double effort to do it. But uh, yeah, man, like this thing, like I'm editing this video when I'm talking like a, a strong message to the president and to to the to the guy that is in charge with the with the logistic with uh, the health issues. You know what I mean? And uh, and it, it's very important, bro. Cause bro, like this social is not just the social media, but uh, the TV is just a nightmare. How they plan the, how they plan the, the, the news and how, how how do they do it just to scare yourself and uh, to be like so like depressed and to be like so unaware of what's really happening, you know? So it, we're living in a nightmare right now. It's it's a real nightmare, dude. Like really, it's a nightmare. So on the other side of point, you gotta see the the good side of you. You gotta see that uh and you gotta be stronger basically you gotta be stronger and you you gotta be like oh wow i know this sucks i know it's it's a pain in the ass but okay now i gotta be even better than that you know what i mean i gotta be like i gotta i gotta be facing this like in the in a better proper matter way in a in a, in a very with a very uh uh strong heart but uh even like a stronger mind you know what i mean to be willing to to talk and to be like willing to discuss you know because right now what we need to do is discuss you know because a lot of people have different points of view and these kind of people is is like uh i don't know maybe i want to call like 70 percent of the people to do they follow the, just the media and they don't they don't they don't follow their instincts you know they they're, they're so shadow with the with the with the fear with the with the bad vibe that it is right now in the world, that uh, it, it, it is it's, it's a shame. But uh, we, that's why I'm trying to do a very double effort to to put the word out there, you know, because this this sucks. Yeah, yeah, you put it like you couldn't say it any better there at the end. It just sucks. Like people don't know what to do. They're scared. They're worried, and it keeps getting longer and longer. And the longer things happen, just the more. Uh, dire the consequences are and you know i've been blessed luckily enough i've been able to work through this and stay at my job but there's other people out there who just aren't, aren't really able to do that it's it's a weird situation for a lot of fa friends family and and anybody involved yes i know and uh and, you know everything uh, it comes to the to the to the numbers you know to the reality to the facts and I just can't deny that this is just a, a, a pure pandemic, you know? This is like the numbers there is no, is, they, they say it was going to be like so devastated. So they like, and, and you know, now after two months, almost almost three months, we know that uh, it's just like any other kind of flu, you know? And, and, and that's what people need to realize, you know? It's just... It's, it isn't that dangerous, you know. It isn't that. I mean, it's dangerous for people that is older, obviously, but it's just like, oh, it's like, ah, uh, yeah. We need to, we need to be like very like talking all the time about this, you know, and putting the the real thing out there. Well, yeah, you come across as like sometimes very political. You will get your opinions on social media, and you're a very outspoken person. Do you yeah, find, and, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that that ever gets you into trouble sometimes, Hubi? Bro, like right now, I don't care. I mean, like, what are we <laughs> gonna do? What are we gonna? Why are we gonna get in trouble? You know, it's like, bro, I don't know if, like, to be honest, bro, I don't know if this is gonna be like the same way that it was happening like last year. You know, like, you just you were able to gathering with your friends, and now you know you go to the streets and. And you know the the guy next to you is your worst enemy because you don't know if he's sick for some stupid shit. It is not even. I'm not saying the 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 this fucking virus is not real. I'm just saying that it, the fucking the, the 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 you know the picture that we the the the, the media it's been putting out there it's it's overrated and and uh, we need to break that through. You know. 
Right, I'm sort of hearing like to be think for yourself. Also, just yeah. be realistic about it and understand, and be very level-headed. I think that's what Jimmy Jacobs was saying on on your first episode, where it's like you know dealing with people that are very level-headed makes this a whole lot easier to manage, and you can kind of get through it a lot better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of other people that don't, or they don't want to, or they just so stubborn to like, you know, it's like. Everything, I, I think, you know, it's like the people to just be like trying to pull pull these things out and, and to have more control, you know, because down the line, like they, they just want to have control of everything, whatever are the food that they give you, the, 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 the um, yeah, the internet that you're going to be able to see, you know, everything right, just right. comes to you know what, though, bro? And everything just come down to China, and, and while not the country, the but the party, you know, the the CCP, that's that's what is really happening, you know. That's 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 what is really going on, and it's taking advantage. And you know, like like mainstream media, they don't talk about how difficult right now. Like, I see, I see like this uh, media and internet that are they independent? They don't they don't know like they go against whatever. Like I see, like uh, uh, NTV, I think it's one of those in uh, Epoch Times. Those are the two, the two sources, like big sources for like what is when you, where, you, where you can really find out what's really going on with uh, with uh, China. And right now, it's it's, a, it's like a nightmare with Hong Kong. And Hong Kong is just it's just gonna be like. Um, they put in a law where you, if you like, talk about just like just a little bit not bad i mean it's just insane but they just they just they just you know take it to yell it, it is outrageous it is it's wild to see what's going on what's being done and feeling like rights are taken away but you know when we look at things we can control that's that's the nice thing when we have people around us that are level-headed we get to just kind of do what we want kind of be what we're you know, should be doing and, and sharing times with them. But how do you stay in control during this time? What do you do, Hoovy, to get away from all the madness? Uh, well, before, before, uh, before I, I answer that, I would like to to ask you, uh, so they make it longer to you, to you, government over there in Canada? What was the status in Canada? So, the status here, so we are getting to be like where I'm at. We are in almost phase three of opening things up. Phase three kicks in on June 8th. And that means I think some gyms will open up, some other businesses. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, our like, kind of dentists and certain places opened up. And things are slowly getting more... I guess, normal in our area, in the province we're at, we were very lucky. We didn't have too many issues, uh, so to speak, compared to a lot of others. We we just unfortunately had some more cases here confirmed, but they're far enough away that we're still opening up where we're at. Uh, but other provinces are thinking about um, restricting openings again too because their numbers are still very high. So uh, we're moving forward with openings. Uh, it's just people are being very cautious. Cool. Yeah, that's the same way we're doing right now. I think uh, we, uh, some like even around that time, it's gonna be like a real start opening here in Mexico City. Some other cities uh, by the beginning of this uh, next month, June first, they're gonna reopen. And uh, but I see every every, uh, every time I see more people in the street and the, the economy is picking up. And uh, yeah, bro, cause bro, it's I mean like. Like for poor people, it's insane the situation. You know they don't, and like, and yeah, that it's really sad. You know what I mean? That that's what it really hurts. Yeah, and it's just scary to see. But again, like, how do you stay away from some of the madness? How do you kind of self care? How do you be juicy? How do you stay juicy, Hoovy, in all this craziness? Well, I'm a human being. You know, to be honest, I'm like. Every time I, um, I'm, I'm positive on my social media, but bro, like, it's just like I'm every human being, you know, but I'm not like, I don't post on my social media like when, when I'm like sad or like in a bad mood like that because that's not good, you know. I think it's uh, the longest you try to keep yourself positive even in social media is even a reflection of you inside out. And what I put it out there is like, 
I just want to be happy, right? Even when I'm not, you know, it's a good reflection that I you I need to, I have to, right? Mm -hmm. So, but uh, but but sometimes it's really it's really tough. It's just like like I say, it's just like a any human being. But uh, uh, like I was talking on on the podcast with uh, Jimmy Jacob, I started doing this uh, breathing exercising, and uh, it, it's been helping me actually. It's, it's a really good uh, kind of medicine. Fantastic. Yeah. Are you a meditation type guy as well? Do you do stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, this kind of like breathing exercise make me go into more into the mood uh, of the deep meditation. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's really... It's really amazing, actually, the feeling. It's, it's really, it's really good. I... I I invite everyone to to try and do it to do it. Right, man. There's so many options online to find that stuff. Whereas I know myself, I got into it just through work and also the people I've worked with, uh, just to be mindful and staying with the present. Also, things like isolation chambers, this and that, just to you know, just better yourself and feel better. That's so fascinating to me, and I just find it really rewarding. Yeah, exactly. To be like more close to nature and like actually have a, a, a real talk uh, with the Bible. I think the Bible is a very, very a comforting place to be and uh, to know and, and to, it's, it's really amazing me every time. I should, everybody should do it like more often, but uh, uh, me and my girl, we do it like she likes to read it. So we like, we read it like by, like almost every day in the house. So that's, that's a real help, you know? Sure. Do you find yourself to be like a very spiritual or or even religious person, Louis? I don't know how do you, how do I want to call it, but yeah, I'm like, I'm just, I'm a believer. I think that's what I am. You know, I'm a believer, and I, when when you believe something, you create, you kind of like create it. And I was just, um, you know, love is uh, people. A lot of people think it's. It's kind of like a feeling, but love is actually like a so powerful. It's like it's like a creation kind of matter that you can do things, you know, and uh, you can do things with love. But uh, when, when you when you feel in love is when you creating something. It's like the most pure and of manifestation of yourself. Wow, that's that's deep. And when you say like feeling love, like does wrestling still bring you that feeling of love, Huey? Yeah, obviously, man. When I like, I'm like uh, winning a championship, or like I'm in a major state, or like doing something. That's a great feeling. Like now that I put it in, in that perspective, uh, yeah, it's a great feeling to be like in the ring, uh, doing what I love, and, and you know, feeling that energy with the fans. Yeah, like that. That energy really is what personally has always drawn me to you even from when i was watching as as like a youngster like i wanted to have you on because of your energy your attitude uh and i got the chance to meet you during that cwe the juices on the loose tour across canada last year and and i was just fascinated when you talked to again it was jimmy during the podcast during that tour when he was interviewing some people during thanksgiving i think it was uh you kind of explained what you know mean juicy was the juice it's that energy it's that passion and i loved the way you put it and it just really signified who you are as an individual i thought yeah man um i think uh like everyone of us we're like getting to know uh, better every day every second and um we, we we all the time we're kind of like these human beings evolving you know evolving for for something you know and if you put like a good energy it's going to come back to you a good energy, you know, but uh, uh, I don't know. I think one of the things that I realized too is like there's a lot of times that uh, people we are so judgmental, but uh, not with other people, even we're so over judgmental with ourselves, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we do that, when we do that, we don't we're not happy because we all the time we're thinking, oh, you're such a bad guy. You're such a bad, stupid guy. You're such a bad person, you know, because you're doing this, you do that. You, but 
I think we need to be a little bit less concerned about that. It's not like a, we need to be like a kind of like a sort of dick or sort of like a stupid guy. You know what I mean? I always tell people that like when you got one finger like pointing at somebody else, you got three fingers pointing back. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I think uh, I, I think we need to realize that we're human beings, you know, and uh, we going to be mis- doing mistakes every day, you know. Even the small, small ones or big ones, but uh, we're human beings, you know. We just, well, th- th- that comes to the point that uh, uh, if you like attract passion, attract uh, love, attract kindness, you know, your life is gonna be like in a, such a different position than if you're doing the the mm-hmm. other way. And I was like another thing that I love to say is just not just for myself, but everybody I know is like, show me who you walk with and I'll tell you who you are. Because if you're walking with a bunch of trash or garbage, generally you get mobbed up into that and then you end up doing the same stuff and and feeding into that negativity. Yes, 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 yes. And, uh, and, and also we need to also be aware of, of, uh, Kind of like to be aware that uh, everything, the path that we are like walking, it might be it's not the right path that we need to walk. It might be it's something that uh, is, 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 is a trap, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I think that's what is it's happening right now, you know? I think uh, uh, they put a trap in our heads with, with the news, with the... Uh, with the food also, you know, because we are, people doesn't even know, and I don't know what is it's even allowed, like a, just a regular soda, like a Coca-Cola, you know, that thing is poison, and a lot of people drink like sodas and Coca-Cola every day, like like four or five or six, and that thing is just pure poison, bro. So when you go, when you get sick, and when you're like, dying when like when you're like such a young guy or such a young person it's because you know that what you get in into your body you know and i you know I, I, we need to be more aware of what you get into your body not just not just the food even like news even like what you're saying what you everything you know all the energy we we need to have like a awareness conscience feel straighted into a better vibing or into like a you know, try uh, or be be or be uh, transmuted that it's, kind of energy. Sounds like that holistic approach of like spiritual mind body. You know, what's on the outside, social like biopsychosocial stuff too. Everything that culminates of who we are and just bettering ourselves and being aware. Awareness is key. Like you said, like when you talk about like the Coca Cola stuff like that, I just you know get a kick out of that because you know I've worked with people that have tried to um, kick like a sugar habit and it's just as bad seeing them withdrawal from from that as it is like cocaine. Yeah, yeah, sugar is terrible. Even salt is terrible. You know, I don't know why, why, uh, why be in, into that path that it, oh, we need to eat salt or we need to eat sugar. It's, it's not that. It's it's not good. Period. You know. <laughs> well, it, well, I don't think you're having any of that, Hoovy. We've seen you now. You're like you are still as spry and as young looking as ever, man. <laughs> yeah. Well. Like, yeah. I it started like. And stop eating those kind of uh, food, salt and sugar in, uh, in my diet in the last almost 10 years. So, so yeah, it, it, it makes a big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever feel that uh, potentially just the prices of, of things has a role in that? Because when we look at it, like even here, you know, somebody would say, oh, yeah, well, let's just go buy some fresh fruits and vegetables for this amount of dollars but they don't last as long whereas you can go get like a cheeseburger for two dollars or something and feed the need right there exactly you know it's cheaper so you might as well as you do it right you want to save money but uh i don't know i guess uh it has to be like a balance you know yeah exactly exactly Definitely. And, and you've taken, you know, your, your life into like when you got talking about there going down a different direction and, and seeing where the path leads you, like your path has led you so many places that um, I can only imagine what it's been like for you starting out like Mexico, then AAA, then, you know, ECW, WCW, WWE, you probably imagine yourself, you know, one day just 
specifically getting in one spot, but it, it's taken so many different directions and it's gotten you to be the person you are today. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's like, it's like, do you have no idea how many times I asked to myself, maybe since I remember, what's going to be happening in 2020? <laughs> and uh, yeah, because, you know, it's like a big kind of number, right? Like, well, wow, it's like 2020. It's like, and yeah, when I was like 92, 97, and, and then it's like suddenly it's, it's, it's this thing, you know, and it's like, fuck, I would never, <laughs> I would never like imagine, and it's not just myself. We need to see, we need to really look into these kind of things because it's not even just myself. Where I'm like, oh, you're so stupid because you know you're talking about you know if you think good, it's gonna be good things to you well this is not happening to you well it's not just for me it's just for everyone so that's what I, that's why this is so important this is like now that i'm thinking about it it all makes sense it all makes sense yeah let me you... tell you why yeah go ahead yeah because you know period basically you know it's like oh it's not just myself because and this is where me and Jimmy would say we all won because we all won. But because we all won, most of the people, even when I try to be just positive, but most of the people is been negative. All this generation for years. You know, it's been like just trying to to be like the best guy, but it's okay to be the best guy. But when you when you backstabbing someone just to be the best one is what is happening right now. And that, that's, that's what, that, that, that's the conclusion that I have. That's why, you know, all these generations, because I'm sure, and I'm, I'm sure for a fact, like Jim and myself, we try to put like a better future, but it's not happening because, you know, maybe more, uh, uh, by percent, it's more people, you know, thinking about bad things in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting concept to think like that, whereas uh, I like to think that, you know, we're sort of interconnected in, in a similar way as to what, ev what I do matters regardless of if I don't see it mattering. Like, if I wake up for work 10 minutes late, then that means I'm like 10 minutes later on the road and maybe I didn't get somebody into an accident or something didn't happen, something so wild and crazy that everything I do fucking just matters and and that's what gets me through some of those bad days where i feel like yeah i didn't do as much as i wanted to but maybe what i did helped somebody else out as well yeah yeah exactly and it's well exactly but yeah 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 uh, but uh, you, yeah i don't know i mean what i was i was i was saying i don't know if you if you what, what do you think about what i was saying uh, just how you're being disconnected in that aspect and how that negativity is still going to overtake like the good that you put out there? Well, I'm just saying that it's like mo most people, like most most of the people of this generation, it's been like so negative and so like uh, just been having like so much ego. Uh, and I'm talking about like government or people that it's in control of... Um, <clears throat> You know the big corporation they don't they just see the money and because of they just see the money they don't see the feeling they don't see where it's really happening so i don't know i think it's just in general i think it's it's it's, it's more bad energy at this moment that and that's why this uh this is happening yeah you know? Well, I, you know, and i think a lot of people really feed off of it and even if they don't know they're feeding off of that energy they really can but one thing that makes the energy a whole lot better is basically when people get together and get to watch some awesome wrestling. Like, Hoovy, can I take you back to not 2020, but 2019 when you came across Canada with CWE? And let's talk some CWE tour uh, just to hype some stuff. What was that experience like for you? Uh, when was it? Just now, the last tour that I did? Pass, yeah, just passing through last year with CWE, the Juices on the Loose tour. What was that like? What was that tour like for you? Um, it was really um, getting back to like uh, the the um, 
you know, like the big back uh, old school, you know, back in the day yeah, yeah. where you're like just from town to town. So that was like really like, oh, it was really exciting. It was really happening. It was really amazing. And at the same time, I was, I was driving with other guys that I never met, but they love wrestling. And uh, it was just some sort of uh, connection, very, very good, very good connection. Yeah, and you said it's like old school vibe, right? Like Danny doesn't mess around. It's usually about 30 shows and 30 nights. Uh, like the people loved you. Like when you passed through here, we just had, you know, amazing comments from what you brought here, what you brought, you know, the energy wise. But were there any challenges on that tour that you kind of didn't expect maybe that people didn't know about? No, just the traveling. It was like we almost like we, we got into like a couple of accidents like oh yeah i didn't even know but yeah like two like like three like three like like that we almost crashed or we did crash but like nothing happened you know <laughs> we went out of the road you know like just spinning around like like three times because obviously we were driving every day so that was like three times that we were like oh my god we were like very very close to like didn't know what was gonna happen Oh, it was really like, oh my god, like what the hell? You know what <laughs> who I mean? who was driving when they crashed? I gotta know. Who's? <laughs> uh, one time it was Brian, 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 <laughs> Brian. Uh, Johnson from oh, Ring of yeah. Honor. Okay, okay, like, Brian, you gotta learn those Canadian roads, Bucko. And <laughs> one was uh, the referee. Referee. Uh, oh, was it Mike? Uh, Mitch. No, it was Mitch. Okay. Uh, it was, uh, I think, that was his first story also. Oh, but, like, excellent. From other, from, yeah. Okay, just anyway, learning those roads. Yeah, I... the spring driving in, in Canada. You never know what's in store for you. God, yeah, man. That was, that was, that was something, something for me, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the last couple of days, the last couple of days, I was like, fuck, I just want to finish this thing, you know? Because it was still snowing and uh, it shit like that. So I was just like in the back of the truck, just slipping, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's a grind. I can only imagine like with food and sleep and doing laundry on the road, it's probably hard to find all those accommodations that people take for granted. Yeah, exactly. It's just like a little like uh, when you were like in uh, in. Uh, like a teenager in the school, you you were going to camping with the school, uh, boy with the Boy Scouts and stuff like that. It was kind of like that. Kind of like remember those kind of things. So just you know, hey, but that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah those, those kind of things. Those are the in the world, you know, because you're like like a kid, you know. Mm, just just a lot of bigger, meaner, sweatier dudes and hungrier, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but then speaking yeah, of CWE, Hoovy, I got some bills to pay. I got I got a sponsor to shout out here, so I got to give a huge shout out to Curtis Housen, owner and operator of First Row Collectibles. He and his company have continued to sponsor CWE tours and have been integral to the growth of independent wrestling in Manitoba and Canada. This episode of LimboCast podcast is sponsored by First Row Collectibles. Visit FirstRow.ca for all your memorabilia needs. Don't forget to purchase his brand new shirts and hoodies that feature someone who looks awfully familiar to the Winnipeg independent wrestling family. I'll put it out there. It's, it's Danny. It's Danny Duggan. Hoovy, we got to get you a shirt. we got to get you one of those brand new ones. What size do you need, buddy? Oh, uh, just like a medium one. That's right. Okay, it'll be good. White or black? Uh, black is fine. Perfect. It's coming. It's going to be on there <laughs> for sure. Curtis, thanks for, for doing this and always setting things up, brother. But getting back to wrestling CWE stuff, also during that tour, uh, it was a really exciting time, I think, for a lot of people that were watching you, seeing you pass through because AEW was fired up and you got a little name drop by a guy named Chris Jericho during that tour. What was that like for you? That was pretty interesting. That was like really exciting too. To be listening to my name and and like like two weeks two weeks ago like they mentioned my name again in uh, WWE when like Metallic was in the ring because Metallic was wearing like a like a kind of like a mask like the same style that I was used to wear right. in WCW 
Yeah, so, yeah, it's just like, bring back the juice, you know what I mean? That's bring right. Back... <laughs> bring back the juice. Are, are you ready to go if the call was made, Hoovy? Would you be ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, 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 I was born ready, you know what I mean? That's the whole, that's the whole point. I was born, born to ready. be ready and, uh, yeah, so, you know, you, like, you always think, oh, maybe I'm not ready because, you know, I need to be the right time. It's never the right time, you know? No, exactly. There's always going to be something complicated. Yeah. So just, you gotta, you gotta be that positive to be willing to make it. Well, maybe this is the better question then. Is the world ready for Hoovy to be back, the juice? <laughs> exactly. Is the world ready? <laughs> so many things I, I can do with uh, with so many new guys and and, oh, and even older guys like my generation with Jericho, now with Ray or whatever. You know, it's like I have so much history that I'm like, we can companies they can do something about it. You know. Well, I think it's really interesting to see the comments online because that nostalgia or like people that really appreciate wrestling from, you know, that are in their early 30s, mid 30s, grew up watching you. And now they're the ones who are spending the money and they want you back because when AEW name dropped you, the crowd was chanting Hoovy. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know. And, uh, you know, I don't know where people were chanting, even even like I don't remember who I think was Jim Jacob were on tour. And I showed the video, and he was like, oh, my God. They were, like, really chanting your name. So that, that means a lot. Yeah, it is. You know, that's what I mean. You know, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, on my first episode of the podcast, I was just doing myself. And I was, like, talking about my relation with uh, Ray Mysterio and Conan. And uh, just, you know, I think it's... Uh, I don't know. It's very interesting how they have been planning that, but you gotta be stronger. Like whatever happened to you, you gotta be stronger than that. Yeah, I, I know. I would love to see you back, and that was that is what would draw me into watching wrestling again. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I kind of watch here and there every so often. Uh, not so much into the new stuff. I'm still busy watching, you know, WCW from when you were smacking Chris around and Ray and Psychosis and, and, and Conan there. That Those were amazing matches for me to grow up on. And, you know, here's a story for me um, just from a fan perspective. So I was always a fan of, like, Psychosis' look. But, and, like, Ray was always, you know, the good guy, the good character, the baby face. And when you came out, when your music would bust out, and you just came out with that energy, you know, the look, the whole charisma, you didn't need to say a word because you knew you meant business. And I was always worried that you were going to win because I kind of hated you because you were that good. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> that was very and that was the thing. So I, I always wanted. I was like, Ray's got to win. They got to win. And if Psychosis or and Hoovy came out, I was like, Oh man, shit's gonna go down, and they're gonna lose. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. But uh, yeah, well, right, right. I think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna retire. You know. Yeah, like no. Money, so. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? For sure. There's there's too much to do to to retire but that would be amazing to see you guys somehow get working together and god only knows when that'll happen right because uh you had a big thing planned you were gonna it was hoovy mania that was gonna come up right before the rona hit and that that had to get shut down that's that's a big shame are you still planning that moving forward yeah 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 i i still do but there's nothing clear yet yeah so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens and okay. uh I think just wrestling, not just me. I think everybody is desperate to be back on track. No doubt. No doubt. So thinking that far ahead, it might be a little out of reach yet. But getting back to some of those stories that we were just talking about, you and the fans and, you know, my story, and especially a story that you posted online. Actually, someone wrote you a letter how important you were and how you shouldn't feel um, sort of comparing yourself to Ray and how, how, you know, there shouldn't be any jealousy because you were – that integral to the movement to, to everything moving forward seeing you be emotional and, and so uh raw was really interesting are you going to put yourself more out there like that to see people uh yeah i think so every um i posted a video like 
uh, on you on my YouTube channel, Juicy the Juicy Podcast, because I have like this new one, the, the Juicy Podcast is what I'm gonna be. It's in English, and the one that I have is La Arena or the Arena or La Arena in, in, in yeah. Spanish. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I was kind of like very sensitive at that time, and I posted, but then I now it's it's, it's private. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I might put it again. Huh. Well, I, I thought it, I personally I thought it was really cool to see you just, you know, being honest and, and really, you know, feeling how important it was because I think you might not know how much, but across the world, like you've been probably a part of people's like youth growing up more than you can even imagine. Just, you know, people's nights at home watching wrestling with their friends, their family, their moms, their dads, and then seeing, Oh no, here comes fucking Hoovy out and he's going to cause some shit. And then, then we see you now and see all the hard earned accolades and, and work you've done to continue on. It's just awesome. It's fun. It's amazing. And it's a pleasure to see that you're doing what you're doing now. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, I think, uh, Honestly, it's, it's very important, and uh, I think we need we don't need to be ashamed because we're humans, right? And that's part of life. Yeah, and then part of life is just going with the the ups and downs, highs and lows. And like I know in your past, there we've there's been stories out there that have talked about you kind of having that wild man reputation back in the day at times. Um, but Danny, when I talked to him, you know, he said you're an absolute pro. You know, the guys on tour loved you. Like, it was fantastic. And all the fans did, too. I think Danny had a post online that said you were the most popular headliner that they've ever had. Like, what what kind of respect does it take to, to get that? It's just it's make me uh, very happy. It fools me in my every sense to be... Uh, still doing this you know because like i said before it's not it's not that easy but uh uh you know the love the kindness the people the fans the promoters it's uh it's really amazing after all these years you know be within of uh or be able to to share those stories to share those uh, friendships to share those moments with uh with you guys with you fans you know and uh it was really, 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 really. I just want to say, really, thank you from the bottom of my heart to the, to the, to to the, all the whole country of Canada. It, it makes me feel so in like um, aware of my, of my, perhaps my juiciness of of <laughs> of, of of the, the the greatest gift of of life, you know. Uh, uh, is there's no words to I can explain that you know because it's it's so amazing that I is there's I can explain that in, in words right. but I just want to say thank you. Awesome, I, I know they they would reciprocate that love for sure. But speaking of some of those fans, do you mind taking some time? We got some questions that got submitted on Facebook and Twitter and everything like that. Most of them from Canada. So you feel like answering some questions, Hubie? Yeah, sure. Awesome, awesome. So definitely that first one here is from my buddy Smitty on Twitter. He lives out in St. Louis. He's just asking actually about your time feuding with Chris Jericho. Did you feel like he ever crossed the line? Did you get upset for him when he called you like quasi-juice or made fun of you? Um, you know, well, I'm going to tell you, sorry, this is exclusive for you. All right. I'm going to say on my uh, uh, uh Yeah. That, that motherfucker in the my 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 the match that I love the the, the mask. Uh, he get she uh with the hole that uh his um uh, uh what is it is it's the walls of Jericho yeah that, yeah the lion that. tamer thing. Oh the the lion one. Lion tamer yeah. Anyway oh bro, I just never felt like something like so outrageous and that it was gonna actually hurt me. Well, yeah, that was another one too. But that was the one with Conan too. I don't know if you saw that one. You saw that one with Conan. I, I, I did. Yeah, I for sure saw that one. I and I heard you talking about that one, and then showing the the clip of it there. It's another one. <laughs> this is another one. And I'm gonna tell you now that I remember. Like this is another one that I, I remember Miguel Perez from Puerto Rico. Okay, so Miguel. Okay. Well, this guy was a big guy, a big dude, 
in uh, that was his first match in WCW. They were like trying to see what it's got, and uh, in uh, and I did a really really good match with him, and and then uh, but then uh, I was gonna do a Frankensteiner from the barrier from the from the real. He was sitting, and I put it in there, and then I was gonna go Frankenstein, but uh, he catch me, mm-hmm. and he gave me a power one on the floor. Oh my god! Yeah, that was terrible, bro. I thought that I like those three times. Those are the like the worst in my life that I felt that I was gonna die. Oh wow! So but, that kind of that goes into my next question, Ruby. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hey, oh, just in the next question about my my co-host Joe, who wanted to ask, what was the worst injury you ever suffered in the ring? Were those the worst ones you ever had? Then, well, like I was just gonna say, those are my my three worst, but maybe no, there's like six or ten, or like too many. Now that I really remember, <laughs> bro, my God, I'm gonna give you two more that I remember. One time I did like a this big topic in uh, I was having the, the um, my feud with Rey Mysterio like back in like maybe 2093 or something we were doing like championship match in Caretaro and I dive on him and uh, and uh, so the but he was supposed to move and I was supposed to hit the barrier too but when I hit the barrier the, that was nothing. That was holding the barrier, so I just let up with my ankle. Oh. And after the match, after the match, with uh, I gotta have a uh, a case and and uh, almost kind of like a break my ankles. That was crazy. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and then that was, that was quite a few, bro. But you know, yeah, it's one of the amazing things about the wrestling and. I don't want to say myself, I, you know, the human body or the human being of the the the, 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 the mentality that you might have, you know, because there was another time that I broke my 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 bone in my in my shoulder and my clavicula, clavic. Yeah. And um, that that was in uh that was Parker, Ella, no, the second Parker, the Parker that just died. Mm-hmm. He gave me a crossline and I then. I was like running towards him and I jumped to myself just to make a really nice big bump, right? Right. So when I was here, I was expecting a cross line in the chest. So when I was in the air, like fucking flying, he gave me a fucking big ass bump, like a like a like a kung fu kind of thing, like right in the front of my face. So when you're expecting something in your chest and you're in the air and the other motherfucker give you the punch of whatever he give you right in your face. <laughs> oh my God. You know, when you're in the air trying to take a bump with your back and then like, I don't know where he, somebody hits you in the face, you just fucking knock out in the ring, in, in the air. So when I land, I land right on my shoulder and oh, fuck. I gotta, I gotta, I, Right away, I had, they stopped the match. They took me back to the to the to the yeah to the backstage and to the doctors. And my my clavic it was like so like wide open. It was broke. It was like anyway. Long story short, I went to the doctor, and then the doctor is like, "Oh, you get a second degree dislocation." I'm like, "Okay, come back next week." So I went the next week, and another doctor saw me, and it's like, "Oh, you got four degree uh, dislocation. Who told you that you have second degree?" I'm like, "This doctor," and he's like, "Well, no, he was wrong. And, but you need a surgery, but now it's too late. Can you imagine somebody tell a doctor telling you that uh, they make a mistake and now it's too late? And now it's too like, late. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was like. I was so pissed. I remember I, I went very pissed from the hospital. But at the same time that I was leaving, I was telling to myself, 
fuck this shit. You're going to be okay. I don't give a fuck how you're going to be, but you're going to be all right with that fucking arm. I don't give a fuck whatever say people, whatever. You're going to be okay. And I did. And it's just, you know, when you need, when you put that motherfucking power in your mind, you can make things happen. And now, you know, my shoulder is like, people to saw me that time. I remember Hector Garza was still alive. And he saw me, he was like, oh my God. He was like, fuck, I have the same problem. And I still had it. He was like having that issue. But uh, he was like, Don't. I remember he was very, very cool with me. But, uh, you know, the whole point is that uh, fuck whatever people, you know, if you want, want, want something, you know, make it happen. Yeah. Do any of these uh, injuries ever flare up? Do you feel them to this day? That, uh, it, it, what do you mean? That it still bother me? Yeah. No, man. That that's like so like so blessed, bro. Wow, wow, nothing that's hurts. awesome. Nothing hurts me. Like nothing hurts me. Like I'm like so blessed that I. It's, a, it's really good, bro. So you ain't messing really around good. when when you're ready to go. When AWWW anybody calls you, you're ready. You're fucking ready. I'm ready, man. Like I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah. And so my co-host Joe again here. I uh, wanted to ask. He's he's with us in spirit. He had to go to his kiddo's birthday party today. But what's been your most prestigious title victory or your favorite title victory that you won? Um, I think um, the IWGP and the cruiserweight, obviously, and the tag team champions from WCW too. Yeah. Awesome. And then if you yeah. could have a match versus anyone, alive or dead, who would it be now? Uh, good question. I think, uh, I think uh, Tiger Mask. Awesome. Tiger Mask. Good choice. That would be fantastic. Uh, moving on. My next one here is Dwayne from Twitter out in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Actually, you wrestled there on the night of your birthday last year. Shout out to Dwayne. Um, wants to know your musical taste. What music do you listen to, and what's been your favorite musician or band to see live? Uh, I, I never see this band live, but I'd love to see it, and uh, it's Led Zeppelin. But uh, I like Metallica. I like all the heavy metal. Kind of like um, uh, culture, you know, heavy metal. Rock metal, glam metal, death metal, all fucking rock and roll, you know? That's my, my, my thing. That's why, uh, kind of like, uh, my look emulate, emulate uh, a rock and roll band. That's why I don't want to wear, I don't want to wear, like, the classic Lucha Libre mask. I want to take my hair off and, and, you know, make a statement about a fucking, you know, rock and roll. Cool. Awesome, man. And then uh, Curtis of First Row Collectibles here, shout, shouting out him again. It's curious to hear some of your thoughts on the talent you wrestled with during the CWE tour. Specifically, AJ Sanchez, Norman Harris, who wrestles also out of WXW Germany, uh, Danny Duggan, and Kevin O'Doyle. So let's start with AJ, AJ Sanchez. What are your thoughts? I know you love the big man. <laughs> yeah, he's a, a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a very good talent, the guy. Uh... It's a, uh, you know, the business like a, like a he's in a, he's like a, he's a, a WWE guy, you know, he's very, he just got it, you know, and um, that's why I was, I'm still looking forward to bring, bring him in uh, into Mexico and for the fans in Mexico to get to know him, because uh, it's a very unique uh, character and wrestler. Great, man. We had him on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and he's still, like, close to our number one rated episode because people love him. They love to hate him, but they also just love him in general because he's such a great guy. Yeah, 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 he's cool. And then our our main, our main man, sexy Norman Harris from Germany. <laughs> what do you think of Norm? <laughs> man, yeah, just like the whole tour in a... In a... JWE, I kind of just got a blast, you know, hanging out with new people, very juicy people, even uh, uh, O'Doyle, you know, we were like, <laughs> we were like, every time we were going to like, it was kind of like a small family in, in, in a small time, and 
uh, perhaps. But, you know, that's what is interesting about it. You know, just friends and uh, you, it's, it's amazing wrestling sometimes. And most of, most of the time, you know, sometimes it's difficult, but, uh, but uh, most of the time it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And finally, your thoughts on, on Danny. Danny, the kingpin, CWE owner, operator, everything to them. Man, he's the man. He's fucking. He's the man. Danny is like some. It's very juicy. <laughs> when I welcome him into my podcast, he's like, he's the juiciest man in Canada. He is, man. He got a, he got a beautiful family. He got, he's, a, he's a rock and roll player. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's a smart guy. And I'm looking forward to to be over there back again uh, with you guys, with him, and uh, hanging out, have a good time, and uh, putting the word out there. And, uh, man, life is beautiful when you like, kind of like sharing moments with these people, you know, with these kind of people. With, uh, it's, it's, that's what it's all about. Awesome, man. They'll love that. They, they definitely feel the same. It's It's reciprocated right to you as well. And we got another one here from Tyrell on Facebook. This one would be an interesting one because it's kind of a question I wanted to know as well. Looking back, what do you think of your uh, XPW Juice Bar promo? Oh, that was a promo. That was, <laughs> that was really, like, outrageous. Outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. But I kind of like it. And it's, it's, it's crazy how many views has on on YouTube, so so I never expect that when I did it, you know, because it was very natural when <laughs> I was like, when that happened. Was it the, was it the Philadelphia you know, fans that brought it out? Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't scripted, you know. It just kind of like a. I just kind of have an idea, and then I just kind of like went with the flow. It was. I think my favorite one is hilarious. You just just went fuck you, fuck you, and then fuck you, you son of a gun. You didn't even go with son of a bitch. You went with son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right through, right. Because I kind of like a, you know, one of the things that I appreciate in wrestling is that I kind of like no other people were able to have that connection with a. With the Canadian people, with the American people, with uh, you know, the, with, basically with the, the wrestling people. That's what I mean. And uh, kind of like a kind of I kind of have a, a really good chemistry with this style with the wrestling, and uh, kind of like I was a perfect fit. And if you like really to see it back, back, you will never expect to see like a really small, um, tiny little Mexican guy. It's kind of like, you know, breaking through into the, into a major, you know, uh, stage, you know, major leagues. And it was like, so, I don't know where, I think that's what I mean. You know, that was like, so, I don't know where. It's like, what? Like, what? What? But at the same time, it was juicy that uh, people... People like juiciness, and that's what I that's what I think. <laughs> they like it, but they also don't like when they're out juicied. <laughs> you had oh, too yeah. much juice for them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and finally, I just had another fan question from Joe again. Uh, since Limbo Cast, we're generally a lot of music uh, oriented stuff out here. Can any of your DJ sets be found online? Like, how often are you DJing? He just wanted to know. Myself? Yeah. Oh, it just depends because it, it, it depends the the, uh, the mood that I have and, and what I want to do. Because if you want to do a, a DJ, you have to be like being like a, just like a wrestler, being like 24-7 being a DJ. And uh, for me, it's a little bit more complicated because I have to be a wrestler and a DJ and I have to be a little bit for a little bit of my time in everyone. So I haven't put like so much time in on the DJ. So when I do, it's when I have uh, gigs and when people kind of like contact me because they they see me doing um, DJ sets. Or they uh, they see me like be more active as a DJ, putting some like a poster or a promotion or something. You know what I mean? But right now, right now, one 
it's like the everything went shut down and the second one is uh I'm 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 getting more to be honest, I'm getting more concerned to be uh put in the word of of you know of tripping, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not I'm because we don't know how this thing is gonna be ending, you know, and I think uh you know the good ones and the it's a real fight right now, bro. I don't know if you see how many protests are in the whole world, everywhere. You know, it's a protest every day. You know, and it's 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 it's, it's crazy, bro. We need to be stronger than it's crazy. Yeah, man. Well, and we need to be stronger than crazy. We will be stronger than crazy, man, for sure. Those are my my questions from fans. Next, the last but not least, we got a section called Quick Hits. Quick Hits is just short little questions that we ask. They're more or less almost yes or no answers. You don't got to elaborate on them, Hoovy. We'll just go right into them, okay? Do you prefer to wrestle with or without the mask on? Ah, damn. I don't know. The thing is right in between. Right That's in, my answer. Right in between. That's fair. Okay, moving I, on. 50-50. <laughs> so what, what's your favorite professional promotion to work with? Uh, WCW. Heck yeah. That's the best. That was the shit. That's life. Um, is, is Conan still a jabroni? For life. For life. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, hot dog. Yeah, is it a sandwich? <laughs> that, I, don't, you know, I, that, I don't like that question. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich because it's in between bread. Some people don't think it is. It's. I think it is. We ask that question to everybody. <laughs> What's the worst venue you've ever wrestled at? Oh, man, I don't know. There's quite a few. It's got to be quite a few. <laughs> You gotta be, yeah. Wrestling's crazy. Sometimes. No doubt. So, who's your favorite current wrestler? Uh, I think uh, uh, Will Osprey. Yeah, fantastic talent. He's my favorite. Awesome, yeah. great choice. Are are wrestling fans online horrible people? No, not all of them. That was too nice of you. Just, cause... just. Yeah, just the haters. <laughs> just the haters, right on. Okay, when you work out, are you a morning guy or in the evening? Uh, I don't have a timing. You know, I can do whatever my day goes. But cool. I, but, but I definitely goes. I just don't don't have a preference. Okay, how do you stay so juicy, Hoovy? Well, I can stay juicy. I'm juicy all the time. So, That's right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's in store for you during the rest of 2020 coming up? Uh, being the next president of Mexico. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Hoovy for Prince. Yeah. Oh, man. No, man. It's, 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 um, it's, um, we'll see what happens. But, uh, definitely, I just want to, I just want to still juicy. I'm going to be still juicy. That's all matter. And I uh, want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want to share the world of uh, happiness and juiciness. I want to share kindness. I want to I wanna be a role model of, uh, of truth. That's what I want to be. And I'm, that's what I'm looking for in this 2020. And I still the best to be in wrestling. Fantastic. I love it, man. I, I couldn't agree more. I think all that stuff will come true, and I'm glad you're willing to do this with me here. Now it's the time in the episode where you get to tell us where we can find you, where where we can support you, how we can give you some of our hard-earned money. Thank you, guys. Well, I just launched my Patreon. There is the uh, Patreon uh, um, slash Juicy One. Yeah. Patreon slash this juicy one. And uh, anyways, I'm going to give you the link so you can plug it on on your social media. And my YouTube channel, like I said, is the Juicy Podcast. And the other one is La Arena, L-A-A-R-A-N-A, La Arena. 
And then I have another one that's called La Super X, where they can see my shows and my wrestling shows and the the, the, the wrestling talent that is here in Mexico that I'm trying to to put out there. They're really talented, good people. Please take a look. It's called La Super X. It's L-A uh, S-U-P-E R E-X. We got it. We'll definitely plug those. We'll get the links. We'll put them on our Podbean, our website, and promote those definitely everywhere. And and where can we get some Hoovy merch? You know, do you got a pro wrestling tees store? Do we get it at um, luchamaster.com? Where can we get some cool stuff from Hoovy? Yeah, luchamaster.com. Just go to the to the section of the Juicy Shop. It's a pretty cool website that I made myself too. <laughs> right on. And, uh, yeah, take a look and let me know what you think. You can you can send me a message directly from there. Uh, you can uh, you you can you can purchase my my merchandise. I have different a lot of merchandise. I also have some uh, new uh, shoes, very juicy shoes. <laughs> right and, on. For me, so take a look. Take a look on the on the website now. Let me know what you think. Fantastic. We'll definitely look at it. We'll get the word out. And man, we just again appreciate you coming on, sharing your knowledge, telling some stories, letting us just hear about life in general out there. And man, thanks again. I wish you all the the best in the future. And hopefully, you come back to Canada, Saskatchewan, especially, and we get to hit you up again, brother. Thank you, guys. It was an uh, honor for me to be getting juicy with you guys. Oh and, yeah. Uh, keep it. And uh, yeah. Put the word out there, the, the Juicy Podcast is now online, and uh, you can get juicy with me. Thank you, guys. Awesome. God bless, brother. God bless you, my friend. Stay juicy. I'll be in touch. Right on. Right on.